Hello and welcome to another edition of Teaching English is Fun, the podcast for teachers, by teachers, and for students too. This right here is a uh, great uh, lesson that I have. Uh, this is Jim, your host, and you can follow along at teachingenglishisfun.com. Um, if you go uh, go to that site, you can go ahead and search for this. This is a great way to spur conversation. If you probably put in conversation, this should pop right up right there. Um, I will also put a link in the show notes so you can navigate to this page from there. Um, this was something that I thought was really fun. Uh, just I found this this excerpt from a uh, 1950 home economics textbook, and uh, this is a great way to start conversation on especially changing gender norms for your class. Uh, I'm not sure uh, where the original first came from, but I've seen this, you know, all over the internet, right? I use this to spark conversations about changing gender norms in both America and all over the world, right? A word of caution, though. Remember, uh, if you have some spirited women in your class, uh, you know, you uh, it's, it's really great to first have the class go ahead and read through this. Then you want to have them talk about if they agree with any of the points in the article. Uh, after that, then I have them create their own modern set of rules for both men and women. Now, if you have a class that is mixed sex, it is uh, sometimes good to have them break into groups of men and women and have the different groups write like a modern list for whatever the opposite sexes of that of that group. So have a group of men over here, have a group of women over here and have them like write up their own rules for for like uh, women write for men and men write for women. It's kind of a fun a fun excerpt uh, exercise. Well, let me get right into this right here. Look out spirited conversations ahead. These are excerpts from a 1950s home economics textbook. I'm going to go run run through these all and then uh, I'll take a quick little break and I will follow this up with with, uh, just an ending here. So get your work done. Plan your tasks with an eye on the clock. Finish or interrupt them an hour before he is expected. Your anguished cry, are you home already, is not exactly a warm welcome. The next part is have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospects of a good meal are part of the warm welcome needed. Next part, prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so that you will be refreshed when he arrives. Touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh looking. He has had been, uh, he has just been with a lot of work weary people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. And of course, this is the old meaning of gay, not the new meaning of gay. So uh, gay can also mean happy, right? So this means be a little happy when he comes home. Uh, all right, and, uh, you know, make him make his day happy. 
Uh, clear away the clutter. Uh, if I have any students out there listening, clutter is like kind of mess. So if you have a, like a desk filled with clutter, it means you have a lot of paper and pencils and books and stuff on it. So clear that away. Make one last trip through the main part of the house just before your husband arrives, gathering up school books, toys, paper, etc. Then run a dust cloth over the tables. Your husband will feel he has reached a haven of rest and order, and it will give you a lift too. Uh, a haven, haven is kind of like a kind of like a sanctuary, some some nice place. You know, we think of heaven, right? As uh, is a, a wonderful place to be. A haven is like a like a like a safe, uh, nice place that you can rest and relax. Um, all right. And then the next part here, prepare the children. Take just a few minutes to wash the children's faces, uh, hands and faces. If they are small, comb their hair and if necessary, change their clothes. They are little treasures and he would like to see them playing the part. Minimize all noise. At the time of his arrival, eliminate the noise of washer, dryer, dishwasher or vacuum. Try to encourage the children to be quiet. <laughs> be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile and act glad to see him. Some don'ts. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. Count this as minor compared with what he might have gone through all that day. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair or suggest he lie down in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him. Arrange his pillow and offer to massage his neck and shoulders and take off his shoes. Speak in a soft, soothing, pleasant voice. Allow him to relax, to unwind. Next one. Listen to him. You may have a dozen things to tell him, but at the time of his arrival is not the time. Let him talk first. Make the evening his. Never complain if he does not take you out to dinner or to other places of entertainment. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure, his need to be home and relax. And the next part, the goal. Try to make your home a place of peace and order where your husband can't renew himself, uh, can't, oh, it says can't renew himself, can renew himself, that should say, in body and spirit. And I'm going to have to change that part right there. Okay, well, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and I will have a little joke for you. As you can tell, listening to that, that is... Uh, 1950s home economics book. Home economics uh, has different names depending on where you are, but it used to be a class for uh, women to prepare to be housewives and mothers and, and whatnot. Um, of course, when I was going to school, you know, both men and women took that class. So if you, as you but as you look at this, right, this is obviously geared towards a, a woman who might be preparing to be married or, or be a good wife later. So anyway, we will talk about that in just a second. Let me go ahead and take a quick break and I will be right back. Okay, welcome back. Now, let's go ahead and go over the rest of this. And I have a uh, 
quick little joke for you right here. I thought this one is kind of uh, kind of funny. So just uh, this man was really lonely. So he posted an ad on a popular website. The ad said simply, wife wanted. He was surprised the next morning to found that he had over a hundred replies in his inbox. Unfortunately, they all said the same thing. You can have mine. <laughs> so anyway, that's just a little joke. Uh, and uh, now let's go ahead and finish this up. Now, I think you can see why this may be a sensitive topic after looking at that right there. And uh, my wife will probably kill me once she hears that joke right there. Um, Before you use this particular ESL discussion starter, you should judge your class's ability to deal with the subjects. My students love to talk about controversial subjects, uh, and this one really got them going. The girls really enjoyed writing new rules for men. But you should be aware of their ability to have a discussion of this type. The last thing you want is to start a fight in class. So try to keep it lighthearted. And I did have this, you know, I have had times when I had students uh, going at each other in class because of some topic that I had. So um, uh, it's always, always smart to just make sure that you know your class, right? So this is something you don't want to do, say, the first day of class. Uh, And you want to let people know that, of course, I didn't write these rules, right? These are rules from a 1950s textbook, maybe, or that's at least what what it said. All right. Well, um, uh, yeah, I will will share some more hot topics with you in the future. This was one thing that actually I used for a hot topics class, even though, you know, it's not something new. It it is something that is uh, timeless and uh, sometimes controversial ESL topics are some of the best and most exciting and enjoyable for for a class. So good luck with this. And uh, just remember, as always, keep it light and keep it fun because, as we all know, teaching English is fun. And I will talk to you all next time.